Jesus said, go into all the earth and preach the good news. Jesus saves, Jesus loves, and Jesus is coming back. Jesus came to give us life and have it abundantly. This is the Abundant Life Broadcast. Oh yes, welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to the Abundant Life Bible Study. I'm your host, yours truly, Daniel Pitts. And once again, I thank you for choosing to engage with us for the next few minutes to hear God's word. Today we are talking about something that every single one of us deal with at different times, sometimes at the same time. But today we're talking about the enemy at large. The enemy at large. We're talking about Satan today. If Satan cannot get to you personally, he will attempt to use others to get to us. Think about that for a minute. If he cannot get to you personally, he will attempt to use others to get to us. Today, we are looking at the life and story of Samson. If you have your Bibles, please turn with me to Judges 13 through 16. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that this message Lord, will penetrate into the hearts of those that need to hear this, Father. We know we have an enemy. That enemy is Satan, Lord. But we also know we've got an amazing, mighty God and King that we serve that is more powerful than anything. But Lord, it's important to know who the enemy is. And today we're going to be talking about that. We thank you for your word, and we just pray that you'll bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. So today we are looking at the life and story of Samson. So again, if you have your Bibles, we're looking at Judges 13 through 16. The story of Samson, it's a great timeless Bible story, and is a life lesson that if the devil cannot get to us personally because our faith is so strong or because God will not allow it or both, Satan will use others to do his his dirty work and try to get to us. This is seen in the story of Samson. Okay, so, you know, the story of Samson, his hair was his supernatural strength given to him by God to defeat their enemies. The devil used Delilah to seduce Samson and give up his secret of his God-given strength, which we know was his hair. We also see in Judges 13, 1, that the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines for 40 years. In Judges 13 through 14, we see an angel of the Lord visits a man of Zorah named Manhol and visits Manhol's wife, who was childless. The angel tells his wife, She will become pregnant and give birth to a son. The angel gives her strict instruction not to drink any wine or any fermented drink or eat or drink anything unclean. Your son's head is never to be touched by a razor. This boy is to be a Nazarite and dedicated to God from your womb. He will take the lead in delivering Israel from the Philistines, the angel told her. So we see now in Judges 15 through 16, we see the Samson is now, he's grown, he's now an adult, and he has this amazing power and strength, just as foretold by the angel of the Lord. So Samson is speaking to the Philistines that are attempting to arrest him. And Samson says to them, with a donkey's jawbone, I have made donkeys of them. With a donkey's jawbone, I have killed a thousand men. Okay, so we see 
this prophecy, right, was foretold from this angel to Manhole's wife, who again was childless. The angel of the Lord came to her and said, you're going to have a son, right? He's going to have this supernatural strength from his hair, and he's going to do God's work here basically on earth. And so now he's grown up. So sure enough, he has a supernatural strength and he's talking to the Philistines who were his enemy. And of course, he ended up defeating them. But so he's threatening them, you know, saying that, hey, you've seen this power before and and I have this amazing power. And with a donkey's jawbone, I have made donkeys of them. With a donkey's jawbone, I have killed a thousand men. So in Judges 16.4, we see Delilah enter the scene, okay? The Philistine leaders approach Delilah and they ask her to see if she can lure Samson into showing her the secret of his great strength. So Samson plays plays along with Delilah, telling her three different stories. They're untrue, of course. All of them are untrue. And these untrue stories are, of course, about what gives him his strength. Because she's asking, hey, where does your amazing strength come from? And so he's made up these, these stories. So each time a fool is made out of Delilah, because of course he's not really telling her what his secret is. So we look at uh, in Judges 16 through 17, he actually does tell her the truth of where his strength comes from. He says his hair, he admits. His hair was shaved from his head. And of course, this was bad news for Samson. He was used by others to be taken down. And that's the important part I want to point out in this, this Bible story was that Satan could not take him down personally. He was protected by God. In fact, he was God sent, okay? So instead of Satan attacking him personally, he knew he, he knew he could not touch him, but he used others to take him down. This happened to be Delilah in this, in this particular story. So the scripture says in Judges 16 through 21, the Philistines got a hold of Samson, seized him and gouged out his eyes and bound him with bronze shackles, okay? So we see in Judges 16 through 31 now, Samson's hair actually grows back. Well, of course it is. You know, it's, it's hair. It's going to grow back. So thus his strength was returning. So one day during a large and crowded gathering of men and women in high spirits celebrating inside a large temple, the Philistines demanded their prisoner Samson be brought out to entertain them. So Judges 28 tells us Samson prayed to God to give him strength just once more so that he may get revenge on all the Philistines and all everything they've done to him. The word tells us Samson reached toward two central pillars on which structurally supported the temple, then pushed with all his might, and the temple came down on all the rulers and all the people inside of it perished. Judges 16.31 tells us, Samson also died in that collapse of the temple, but he killed many more people that day than he had killed while he lived. We just saw in the scriptures, once his hair was cut off, so was his mighty power. We all need to keep a watchful eye for Delilah's in our lives. Persons are people that are sent to try and destroy us, or loved ones that the devil will strike with a sickness or something else as a proxy and an attempt, an attempt here, to try to destroy our faith in God. If he can't touch us, he will use others, like family members, friends, or loved ones, to strike with something to get to us. Or he'll send others our way to try and destroy our relationships and faith in God. Sometimes the devil knows it's more powerful and intense to attack your loved ones 
rather than you. He may not be able to get to you for reasons discussed above, but place a sickness or something else on a loved one, and many will fold under this attack, and their faith will be shaken because of their love and concern of a loved one. So if the devil cannot get to us personally, he will send others. It's important to see the devil's handiwork with the various attacks he uses against God's people. We see in the book of Job, Job 1, 1 through 16, Satan, our accuser, has access to God in heaven. In fact, the scripture says, Satan followed the angels into heaven that were there to present themselves to God for their next assignment. Satan followed these angels in. When God asked, why are you, know, why are you here? What, what are you doing here, Satan? The Bible says the devil responded with watching everything on earth. Just know, the devil knows what's going on in each of our lives. He will use information about us to try and destroy us. He knows our sensitive areas. He has the address of our loved ones and so on. But it's very important to point out, he's not omnipresent like God or Jesus, meaning he cannot be at more than one place at one time like like Jesus can or the Holy Trinity can, right? They can be at all places at all times because the Holy Spirit specifically, is omnipresent. He does, however, have demons he can dispatch around the world in tandem with his appearance efforts. But he's not a god. And whatever power he has is because God Almighty, the Alpha and the Omega, has given him this power for a limited time. I want to make sure we clarify that. He's not. He's not a god. He's not some type of a god. He's not almighty, all-powerful. There's only one. He is Jehovah. He's our Lord and Savior. He's God Almighty. He's our Alpha and the Omega. He's the only one that is all-powerful. But as we see in the story of Job, Satan the accuser tells God, Job only loves him and is a faithful servant because everything the Lord has provided. And sure enough, the Lord has provided great favor to Job. You know, he has wealth, he has servants, Satan literally starts listing blessings that God has bestowed upon Job from his great wealth, like I just referenced, his finances, his home and property, his health, the children the Lord has blessed him with. So the scripture says God defended his true servant Job and went on to say that Job was the most good and faithful servant in all the earth. So Satan asked God, if he can take away his wealth, Satan asked God, can, you know, can I take away his wealth? And see if Job still serves you after he loses everything. So we see that God actually says, yeah, you can, but you cannot harm him, meaning you cannot take his life. So we see here, Satan had to ask God. This is important to look at this text. Again, we're in the, we're in the book of Job now. We see that Satan had to ask God. That's the key word there. Satan is God's subordinate. He has no power and cannot do anything to us without God's authority and permission. But as we see in the story of Job, God allowed Satan to test Job. Satan was not looking at this test as, you know, as a faith-building exercise to help Job grow in his faith and love of the Lord. No, 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 no. Satan was convinced that Job would fall and curse the Lord. However, God knows all things. He knew Job would pass test number one and test number two as well. Yes, we see in scripture that, you know, Satan put another test on Job. So there was two tests that 
Satan put on Job. And after Satan taking his wealth and killing his children and servants in the first test, the second test, Satan was allowed to strike Job with a sickness of terrible boils. But once again, the Lord said, you cannot take his life. He was not allowed to take his life. He did strike him with a terrible case of boils. The Abundant Life We would love to connect with you by email danieljpittsministries at gmail.com, order ministry materials, or just engage with us. We love hearing from our partners. Make sure to like and follow us on our various social media platforms on Facebook at DJP Ministries. Listen to us on iTunes, Radio.com, Podbean, YouTube, and a radio station in your local market area. Together, we can live the abundant life in Christ. Daniel Pitts here, host of the Abundant Life radio broadcast. We trust you are enjoying today's message. We are excited to share some great news with you. We are officially set up with Patreon. Please consider giving to this ministry and becoming a ministry partner with Daniel J. Pitts Ministries and help us get the word out that Jesus saves and Jesus is coming back. Your financial support allows us to print ministry materials and helps keep our radio podcast ministry on the air. The Abundant Life broadcast is heard over various online platforms including some local radio stations. Your contributions are a blessing to this ministry. Thank you for your prayers and generous financial support. God bless you. And now, back to the conclusion of today's message. And now the conclusion of today's message, The Enemy at Large. So the story of Job ends well. God restores everything the enemy took. In Job, his wealth children and tangible things were all replaced, even more than what he had in the first place. God gave him double for his trouble. Samson's hair eventually grew back, and so did his strength, allowing him to take revenge on those that took both his strength and eyesight from him. Although he died in the collapse of the temple as well, his mission and ministry to the Lord had been completed. So in one of these stories, the story of Job, God allowed Satan to directly harm Job, not by his death, but death of his loved ones. His sickness and his wealth dissolved for a while until God restored him. In the story of Samson, the devil sent others to deceive him and made him fall again That story ends with God winning and restoring Samson, but it's a teachable moment we can all learn from. Only God can allow Satan to attack us. And if Satan has not been granted permission to do so, he will get creative and use others. Again, he's not getting anything over on God. God will allow things to happen to us so he may turn it around for his good and for his glory. What Satan means for evil, God will use for good. Genesis 50, 20 tells us, As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result, 
to preserve many, many people's lives. So although it's very important to stay awake and be in tune to people that come into our lives that may just be there or on assignment to try and do us harm, you know, the Delilahs of the world, it could just as easy be someone we love dearly under attack to try and get to us. The enemy is relentless. His only job is to lie, steal, rob, and try to kill us. If he can't touch you personally, he just may use others to get to you. 1 Peter 5.8 says, The devil is like a lion looking for those he can devour. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The scripture also says in 1 John 4.4, But greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Let's be sober and alert to the tricks of the enemy. He is relentless and will try anything and everything to make us lose our faith in God. God bless you so much, and thank you again for listening to today's Bible study. Until next time, let's live our abundant lives in Christ. Did you know there's nothing you can do to make God love you more or less? It's true. Titus 3.5 says, Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us by the washing of our regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. So just think about that. Just ponder that for a few minutes. There's nothing that you can do to make God love you more or love you less. He just loves. Thank you again for listening to and supporting this ministry. Until we do it again, God bless you. Thank you for listening to the broadcast today. We would love to get today's message into your hands. These teachings will bless and enhance your walk with Christ. To order ministry materials or to connect with us by email, go to DanielJPittsMinistries at gmail.com. Please remember, God loves you and don't let anyone tell you different. Until next time, live your abundant life in Christ. The Abundant Life Broadcast is a Daniel J. Pitts Ministries presentation and is brought to you by our ministry partners, prayer partners, and friends who financially support our ministry efforts. Copyright 2019, all rights reserved.